0: All right. So, all right, everybody, we're going to jump into the second section of our podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking about some crypto, some NFT, some of the fun stuff, because this is where the real juice is at. So uh, we have a special guest, a very special guest with us tonight. Um, if, if she just wants to jump in and introduce herself.
1: Hi. Yeah. So um, my name is Manal. It's pronounced Manal, not or Manal or <laughs> Anal. Um, I no. don't trade full time. Uh, I actually work in the FinTech space and I focus on long-term investing, specifically blue chips. Um, I'm also invested in crypto, very bullish on ETH. Um, that's where most of my focus is. Uh, you'll see bullish. me chip and chop Doge. Um, <laughs> some of the smaller alts for fun, but most of um, my dollars are focused on ETH.
0: That's that's where, uh, you know, a lot of probably between Ethereum and Link are my two biggest crypto holds. I love Link. I like Link. Um, Is there anything specific that you like about Ethereum? Because I think a lot of our listeners want to get into crypto, but they don't know where to jump in because they just don't know where to start. So why is your main focus, uh, ETH? ETH. This is ETH Ethereum. ETH.
1: Yeah. So um, I think people label Ethereum as a cryptocurrency, but it's really a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, I wouldn't even say it's a cryptocurrency. So you know this, um, but for anyone that doesn't, Ethereum is a blockchain network that's powered Mm -hmm. by Ether. So Ether is the currency. Um, So Ether was really designed to uh, power Ethereum by compensating their miners initially. So my understanding is Satoshi designed Bitcoin specifically to be a unit of currency, whereas Ethereum is more so a blockchain network. And um, they really are focused on building on that network. Um, you know, a lot of the NFTs are on Ethereum. Mm-hmm. Um, so the reason I'm really bullish on it is because I think that it can provide a lot of uh, value, more value than Bitcoin long term. Um, I know that there are also a lot of institutional investors that are bullish on Ethereum more so than Bitcoin. Um, even Visa. Visa recently partnered with Ethereum. So that's really why I'm more focused on Ethereum than Bitcoin or any of the other alts.
0: Yeah, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you there. But uh, you told me a really... Um... Uh, interesting statistic earlier about the that there's way more institutional investors than there are retail investors in uh, Ethereum, and I thought that was pretty interesting, and that's something people can go uh, look more about. But but uh, I agree with you. I really love Ethereum. Hold on. I'm I mean, I really
1: thing. believe that Ethereum is going to outlast Bitcoin. Um, so Bitcoin Twitter, don't at me. Bitcoin Twitter is a bunch of hype Yeah, they're so ruthless um but i i ultimately think it's the better network.
0: Yeah, i and one thing that a lot of people say is bitcoin's like digital gold and ethereum is like digital oil. So there's a lot of pro there's a lot of things online that uh, that can be ran using ethereum. Yeah, definitely.
1: And like i said a lot of the nfts are backed on the um ethereum network.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, again, like I said, uh, ETH is one of my biggest crypto holdings, and I agree with you on all that. There's there's way more real use case with it than Bitcoin, where Bitcoin is just a store of value. I mean, mm-hmm. at this point, and that's. I what- read
1: something that I, I read something recently that said that um, when dollars go into Ethereum, they stay in Ethereum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So um, whereas with Bitcoin. Um, you see, you know, you see a lot of um, input and output.
0: Yeah, people are buying BTC to buy other shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the retail investors, um, that's more so on the Coinbase side. So Coinbase last week, um, I believe it was last week, they yeah. filed their S one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What really struck me there is that um, they were saying that ninety billion worth of their assets came from their retail investors. And what really, really struck me is that they said that their growth came from minimal outbound sales and marketing efforts, minimal. So since inception, over 90% of their retail users found Coinbase organically or through word of mouth. So that's where we're really seeing... like. The Twitter space that's and, crazy. you know, retail investors telling their friends or family members yeah.
0: 90%. That's fucking insane. Honestly, that is literally like mind blowing because then and that makes so much sense because I think about all the people that I tell, you know, get into get into crypto, just download Coinbase. That's the starting point. And that's I've told that to probably thousands of people at this point. Download Coinbase. I mean, easily thousands yeah. because that's what I say on Twitter. Mm hmm yeah Tends so you know people, so.
1: thanksgiving christmas that's yeah. what people are talking about and where are you trading this it's coinbase, because coinbase it's the interface way. is just simple yeah, yeah. it's easy yeah. it's, an it's simple
0: coin mm-hmm. is the gateway drug of crypto
1: definitely <laughs> yeah
0: that's a fucking insane statistic right there i did not know that mm.
1: another thing that um that struck me was that in Q4 mm-hmm.
0: um
1: basically without getting into the nitty-gritty of it 36% of their volume came from retail. So wow. that's what I was saying earlier in the day where the biggest portion of that is institutional investors. So only 36% of that volume is retail. So yeah. we're already seeing this growth and we're we're only at 36% retail. And that, imagine what is going to happen. That's when why we I'm are so at, 50% retail yeah, and right. north of that.
0: That's why I'm so bullish on, on crypto as a whole, because there's so many more people to get into this. Like it's literally just starting and I don't see it. I don't see it just stopping out of the blue for no reason, because especially when there's so, there's already so many institutional investors, but what happens when, when the ones that are scared to invest just fucking say, fuck it. And they go in and expect, when Bitcoin hits a hundred K, what are they going to get into when Bitcoin hits hundred K and they're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're too late. They're going to get into ETH. Mm-hmm. And
1: mm-hmm. another thing is, is that I don't, I don't necessarily know if the basic um, retail trader that is just really getting into this understands that you don't have to have, you don't have to buy a full coin.
0: Mm, good point. Yeah. You can so, buy as much as you want, as little as a dollar.
1: Exactly. So it was, it was actually really interesting. We were having this conversation at work today. um, And one of my peers mentioned that it was his dad's birthday Mm -hmm. and um, wanted to purchase a gift card for him, but felt weird about purchasing a gift card. And I mentioned, I said, why don't you just buy Bitcoin? He, you know, he laughed and he's like, you want me to, you know, buy my dad a $43,000 or $49,000 gift. And I'm like, no, you can put like, whatever you want, like a hundred dollars, $200 in Bitcoin. Um, yeah. and, and just, you know, let it grow, show him how to download the app and he can track it.
0: Yeah. So yeah. A, I, I
1: think a lot of people don't know that.
0: It's the gift that keeps giving.
1: Yeah. It's like definitely. STDs. <laughs> That's
0: not a gift. <laughs> it's definitely not a gift. Not what Big Bird told you. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it, it is a, gr- a great gift. You can actually, so you, if you did want to gift a family member, a friend, any crypto, you can just go on Coinbase, you buy it for them, you can add the money, and then you make them, you say, create the account, and you can just transfer it to them. And that's one thing that, unlike stocks, if you're, if you're listening to this and you're one of our stock fans, um, you can transfer crypto within minutes. Within, within seconds, in some cases, uh, all it takes you have a wallet address and you can just send it over. So you you buy, you buy your family member this amount of crypto. You buy them $100 of Bitcoin. You say, create an account. I'm going to send you $100 of Bitcoin. And and within minutes, they'll have it. Unlike stocks where you have it in your account and you want to transfer that over, it takes two weeks. Uh, it's a big pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, yeah, I yeah. could be
1: wrong, but I think that Coinbase has partnered with a gift card company. Um really? I I know that in the past they were. I don't know where that stands today. Um but yeah I think I think they are. Um it's like me gift or we gift, something along those lines.
0: Anything else? Any other tokens that you're bullish on?
1: Most of my focus is on Ethereum, but um I recently added ADA, ADA Yeah,
0: you got that on crypto.com, right?
1: I got that on crypto.com. Um apparently it moves with Ethereum, so they they move closely together. Yeah. Dot is another one I recently got into and that, that. is another one that I recently <laughs> got into. Yeah. Um but again, I don't really focus too much of my time there. Um I I as you know, if I have some free cash, I like to put it in Ethereum.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm the that I I bought a f- pretty good amount of Ethereum back in. You were actually the one that you, you, it was like $500 and you were like, buy ETH, buy a bunch of ETH to yeah, me. And I was cool. like, and I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to listen to you because mm-hmm. like, oh, you know your shit. Yeah. And I, and it was literally maybe a week before it took off to a thousand. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You told me you were like, buy, eat, buy all the ETH. And it was like, Bitcoin was probably, I think it was in, might have been around thanksgiving it might have been a little before but i just remembered you were like buy all the eth you can right now and it was in the summer yeah yeah and and it was early you were tell but there was you were telling me a long early in the summer to buy it buy it, buy it, and then right before it went to a yeah. thousand um it was still pretty low in the 600 area and you were like you need to like get more of this and i was like all right fuck it yeah so i'm still holding a big position I remember- right there.
1: Yeah, and I, I wish I had listened to myself as well in the summer and bought more. Yeah. Um, but where where my biggest holding came in was when it, it was like around the 700s. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that that would, was like confirmation for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go full force here.
0: Yeah, and so with me, my biggest hold is ETH in crypto. My biggest hold is ETH. And I totally agree with everything you're saying. And then my I have equal parts... Actually, link I link is my second biggest, which is close. It's almost equal to my ETH holding, and then I have DOT and UNI, and I think between Link, DOT, and UNI, one of those is going to at least five hundred dollars within the next three to five years, um, and and all of them are hanging around the thirty to sixty dollar range, uh, mm-hmm. and I think one of those take off because I remember back when I first started trading crypto ETH, we were buying that in the fifty to a hundred dollar range. And uh, just to see where it's at. That ending. was
1: 2018.
0: 2016 to 2018. I just remember trading it around then, yeah. and then when and then when the market tanked in 2018, I was like, you know, it hurt to buy, but I was like, fuck it, toss some here and there. Um, but then and then another a new one I just picked up is Flow, F L O W, and that's a uh, and that's one that's backing like the NBA Top Shot. And, um, you know, the Dr. Seuss NFTs that we were talking about on last episode. So so where do you buy Flow on? It's a big pain in the ass to get it in the U.S. You have to pull some strings right now. But there's uh, a lot of like a lot of people are looking into it and saying that it's going to be listed on Coinbase. And that's why a big bull case for it. And a big and a big <laughs> gecko's playing fucking robot voices from his computer. But a, I don't, I don't like- a big so so just like stocks, cryptos also have catalysts, of course. And and one of the biggest catalysts, if you get into a crypto before it gets listed to Coinbase, it is playing that run out to getting listed on Coinbase. And um, they have uh, Dapper Labs listed on their website, and Coinbase is invested. I don't know either in Flow or Dapper Labs, one of the one of the other, but. Uh, you can do a little more research onto that, but but if Flow gets listed on Coinbase, that's easily going to two hundred, you know, at least two hundred dollars, and it's in like the thirty to forty range. It's bouncing around right mm-hmm. now. Cool. And, and Flow, Flow is like in like a. If you want to create an NFT project, you can use Flow. <laughs>
1: okay, so speaking of NFTs,
0: yeah, there's a bunch of NFT news came out this week. A bunch. Yeah. NFTs are fun. Non-fungible tokens. <laughs> yes, there, <laughs> Gecko.
1: So Grimes just made $6 million.
0: Yeah she, yeah, yeah, she did. What do you think about that?
1: Insane.
0: We Insane. were... Gecko and, and I were talking and we were looking at pictures of Elon Musk. If you go and look at the pictures <laughs> of Elon and Grimes at the like Met Gala in like, I forget what year it was, maybe 2017, 2018. If you go look at Elon's face, in all of those pictures, it he says, was getting sucked it says, so good. Elon's he? face says, Grime sucks the fucking chrome <laughs> off a ball hitch. Yeah, if you <laughs> what look does at, that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if no. you look at those pictures, if you look at those pictures <laughs> and just go look at Elon's face and every we looked at every picture of him at that event and his face says it all. Says chroming. Yeah. And uh, so it's just like, so she's doing these and... and if that's Elon's girlfriend, she's, I, I looked at him. Did you actually see the artwork that she did? No, but all jokes aside, too, like, so she put out how much artwork and how much money did she make during this drop? I don't Six know m- how many. Like,
1: I think there. nearly $6 million.
0: Yeah, she did $5.8 million. Um It dropped this week. And I don't, I don't know how many pieces there were. It wasn't like card packs, though, right? It was a couple pieces or So, something. So now I'm trying to ask questions for all the new people that you don't, don't know. really know what NFT, what they are. Like, is this yeah, like so album cover? Like, what exactly did she draw? So
1: just in general. you didn't um, draw besides, them.
0: Besides, uh, What? Gecko goes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Gecko goes. What did she exactly draw? Besides, she the- didn't draw them. I, I'm a, I'm assuming she hired a like a 3D artist. I saw a couple pieces, and it's like 3D babies, like with angel wings and stuff. And then, but it, they put her music over. She's a music producer. Okay. Okay. And they put her music over like like 3D rendering art. Um, I don't know if she did like card packs. So a lot of a lot of them are doing card packs, but I believe she just had a couple pieces. But I'm not 100 percent sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, so NFT doesn't necessarily mean it's artwork, right? So NFT just stands for the non-fungible token. Um, It's it's basically, um, you know, some type of product. Um, It could be, you know, an audio file. It could be a picture file. It could be animated, but it's blockchain tracked. So yeah. it's on the blockchain. It's conforming to the ERC standard, which is the Ethereum network mm-hmm. in most cases. Um, and basically, I think the biggest reason we're seeing it being so popular is because it's something that's new, it's trendy, um, You know, it's digital and people are getting into it, but the real value there is in, I think, other things. Yeah, um, and and I'll get into that. But I was actually listening to Bankless, and they were saying that um, there's this clubhouse room called Culture Club. Have you heard of this?
0: No, I haven't. I I'm haven't not into it. I'm not into the clubhouse house culture yet. No, me. So I'm such a this- fucking boomer at this point. These new social <laughs> medias like get me all creeped out. I don't even know how to log in. So
1: this Culture <laughs> Club is geared toward. Um, geared towards artists and creators, yeah, not crypto people in this specific room. And this particular session had four point five thousand plus attendees, wow, wow. including people. Um, that guy Bobby from the Hundreds Grimes, and there yeah. were a lot of other artists in there. That's it. And on that particular night, um, what Bankless was saying is that they were saying that we are at a pivotal inflection point in history, specifically art history. Yeah. So they want to be able to culturally and creatively express themselves and they see NFTs as that rail. So that's really their vehicle to do that. They're frustrated with, you know, the Instagrams, the Facebook, Twitter, um, and they really want to be independent and in control of their canvas. So um, what they were saying on Bankless is that they really don't care about Ethereum or DeFi. They're not like really crypto people, right? They're artists and they just want to kind of be free in their creative creativity. Okay. So I think that that's where the real value in NFT and blockchain and business will shine. So it's IP. Not so much, you know, I don't know. I bought, a, I bought a cool piece of art and I can put it on a wallet or something like that.
0: Yeah. I think, can you still hear us at, real quick? Pause. Mm-hmm. pause the yeah. Clip. You can still hear us? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just a thing popped up on my computer. Um, jumping right back into it. Three, two, one. Uh, I think that you're right. I completely agree. And I think there's a lot of shit that's going to go come down that's gonna be completely worthless. But I do think that there is a massive, massive amount of value that is that is being created and that will be created in this NFT space. And Oops. and there's so many different things you can do with this. And like what we we were talking about this earlier, uh Beeple, he's one of the the biggest digital artists right now. He did uh what he did five thousand days of art.
1: Yeah, it was um Christie's first digital piece.
0: Yeah. That's nuts, which that's huge. If you don't know about that, go read up on that. We can't cover the whole thing here. But but what I loved about that they did this. Uh people he did um, what was it? Like a like a f- digital frame. It was like a physical frame, but it, it held it holds the NFT piece, right?
1: Yeah, that was another um online bit he was doing where um it was like a box set and it was um like a digital frame, like an LED.
0: So cool. If you don't, if you you should Google this and go look at what they did with this because he's taking these NFTs and he's making them into a physical product, but you also own like that is backed by the blockchain.
1: Yeah. I thought that was just uh, so creative Um, because there's still a lot of people, you know, they, they want to see something in hand. They want the physicality of art as well. And And I I think that's where it's going.
0: Because art is always a flex, right? mm Mm-hmm. And there needs to be some way to flex it, and, and and when people. What's
1: what's so funny is I think there are um, some projects right now where you have your crypto wallet. You're going to now have um, an NFT wallet, where it's kind of like that's how you flex now. It's your you know your art is on a on a wallet similar to your cryptocurrency, and um, you can just pull it up and um and view it digitally. Yeah. Anywhere, anytime, you don't have to go to a gallery. You don't have to go to your home. Um, I think accessibility in in our, you know, in the time that we live in now is also very important.
0: And, and one thing that I, I'm huge on is augmented reality and virtual reality. And I think this will go into that space. It'll all transition together.
1: Definitely. So, but going back to, what we were talking about, the artists and being in control of their creativity, it's um, IP, intellectual property. So there's a lot to absorb um, as the concept of blockchain is, you know, backed by IP starts to come, you know, a topic of conversation. I don't still know everything. I'm, I'm trying to absorb it myself, but I really believe that blockchain is going to solve the current problem where. Um, it's really an outdated. you know, we have outdated laws, I guess people could argue against that, but yeah. I think our IP laws are outdated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that where you, 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 might see me tweet a lot, IP wars. Mm-hmm. Um, I think gone are the days of like extensive litigation over the misuse of IP. I think what we're going to see now is, um, who is the actual owner of the IP
0: If you want to just back up and explain what IP is real quick.
1: uh, Intellectual property. So what that means is um, you you are the sole owner of something, kind of like patent law. So I created this. I own this property, this computer, all that's involved with this computer, the tech, um, the visual, any aspects surrounding something that I create or I develop.
0: And yeah, perfectly explained. That's a, that's a fantastic way to put it. You did a very good job with that. I think that's the easiest way to for people to understand. And, and what this solves is, you know, looking back in the past, there's, there's a lot of fakes and counterfeit pieces and you need to think, looking from where we sit now as a civilization to looking a hundred years in the future, when we're looking at these digital artists, now there are going to be digital artists that make a big cultural difference and their pieces are going to be counterfeited or whatever, but the blockchain is going to back that. And, and you'll be able to, you know, trace, you'll be able to see who held it. Everything is going to be a big, you know, it it holds all that information there and it's stored on the blockchain. I think where,
1: where yeah. that gives, I think it gives power to the artist because, mm-hmm. um, you know, since I've, since I've kind of entered into like, you know, what's culturally like cool, like music and art and and all that comes with that. I've always known it to be that the artist has always felt kind of like gelled and um, not in control. Yeah. And so I think think that a lot of it is going to be, you know, a battle between creator and investor. Investor meaning like the record labels, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, anyone that, kind of controls your creative, um, output.
0: Yeah. It gives the artist control. And like, even look back at like the shit that Prince was saying back in the day when he was like drawing slave across his face and stuff, it, it gives the artist, you know, ownership of their material. Mm-hmm.
1: But and also I think there's a fight between artist and consumer. Definitely. Um, th- that's where you see, you know, the resale stuff and all the counterfeit that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, that that impacts sales as well.
0: And if you think about that, that adds the value. So when there's people bashing these NFTs and saying there's no real value, well, there is value and then there will be a lot of stuff that has long-term value and even think like you need to look at the bigger picture. Definitely. Um like even so Tory Lanes, the rapper Tory Lanes, he he uh sold three unreleased singles um through the Bondly uh blockchain. I don't know if the I don't know if it's blockchain, but they have a platform, um, Bondly. He sold three unreleased tracks um as NFTs. He sold out within like three to two two or three minutes, did three hundred thousand three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in sales just sold out within minutes. And that's so there's crazy. yeah yeah then that was like that's the first rapper we see doing these I think. And then the I ev- also
1: think- sorry. I also think people have to be careful though. So there's all this hype around all of these new drops that are coming out. But I think that people also really need to be careful because I mean, I'm seeing like these meme um, NFTs and they're going for 10, 20, 70 ETH.
0: Yeah. Um, And there's a lot
1: of trash out there too. Like not, not to like, you know, I I don't want to, don't at me if you're an artist, I'm not trying to like trash you, but there's a lot of trash out there. And Uh, so you might think that there's value because NFT is trending, but you have to be really careful. So, you know, 10 years from now, or, you know, let's, let's look at it short term, two years from now, you have, you just spent, let's, let's just go minimal. You just spent two ETH. On like this meme thing that you think is cool. Two years from now, your ETH, what? Like, let's say it's upwards of ten grand. Mm-hmm. Your meme is kind of worthless, worthless, but your your ETH is now, um, I you know, let's just round down and say nine X what yeah. it was a few years ago.
0: Yeah, I saw one. I saw one today. It was it's like crypto dicks. And it was like literally, it's like penis drawings, and it was like Pepe Dick, and it, and it was going for like five ETH, and then it was like Harambe Dick, and it's just like a penis drawn like Harambe, and so it's stupid. like like maybe there's value, but it's pro- like a lot of that shit is probably, probably not. I mean, I don't know. I'm talking about it now, so it has it clearly has some some because uh, it's trending, yeah. But who's gonna be spending forty thousand dollars on fucking Harambe Dick drawing? nobody you're not Bansky. um yeah so uh, last episode we also talked about um the evolution drop uh, It's cre- i don't know the guy's name but he cre- he does like hate the halo stuff um i think planet of the Ape. i don't know if it's planet of the apes something with like monkeys there there was a bunch of monkey cards like chimpanzees and gorillas the planet of the apes, i don't know that. but um they sold out within minutes uh Two they did two million dollars in sales with that one within minutes and that was on the flow blockchain. Um but you but these that was a card again, a card pack. You buy the card pack and um and you get the digital cards. So
1: So Flow is kind of used more internationally. Is that what I'm getting? Uh, uh yeah, right now.
0: <laughs> right okay. now, um, but I think I think it will. I, I've done research on their platform and everything, and I love the team over there. It's flow and Dapper Labs. Um, and they, they were the crypto kitties. And if you were if you weren't oh, into yeah, yeah, back yeah. in the 2016, the crypto kitties was really like the big first big NFT thing, and and nobody we weren't really talking about NFTs, it was just crypto kitties. And we're like, what the fuck is going on with this crypto kitty shit? Um, but there was crypto kitties going. Bonkers selling for a bunch of money.
1: Definitely.
0: Um, all right. So uh yeah, I mean, I guess that covers everything that we want to talk about. We're gonna be doing segments on stocks, crypto, NFTs every week. Um, we're just gonna cover like the big drops and like the new innovation in the sector. Um, we just wanna, you know, teach you guys about what's going on here because this I think that crypto, NFTs, all of this is here to stay. We're just getting started. Um Putting an end to this week's episode, I'd like to thank Manel for joining us and and teaching us about NFTs and Bitcoin and her thoughts on that industry there. Shout out for being our first guest. You fucking killed it. You killed it, Manel. Um, We appreciate it. The Lizard King Trading Group community is going to love this. Yeah, I think think a lot of people are going to learn here because one thing I think a big Amount of our listener base is going to be people coming from the stock market that are that want to get into crypto and they just don't know where to start. So I think you know, we spread the knowledge there too. Um, I think people are gonna get a lot out of this episode. So thank you so much for coming on. You fucking killed it. You're yeah, you I again it, like now, I like I said in the beginning of the episode, you were telling me to hammer ETH at like six hundred dollars. I did and I'm up a bunch from it. So um thank you. I can't wait to have you on on again soon. Um, Thanks, guys. Yeah, Bye yeah. Eve.
1: We might be early.
0: <laughs> yeah, we might be early. So, all right, guys. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. Uh, if you have any questions, you can at us at uh on our Twitter at the lizard market on Twitter. I am at the stock lizard king.
1: Stock Lord Gecko here. Do
0: you want to drop your at?
1: It's Manal underscore manal
0: with like a thousand underscores, right?
1: Yeah. But
0: all underscore, underscore. I think it's eight.
1: Okay.
0: I think it's eight underscores. Um, so I'll, in the description of this video, if you're watching on YouTube, um, I'll tag her. And you guys definitely should follow her because she drops bombs on Twitter. Yes, sir. Super smart. Thank you for coming on. Um, I hope you guys Thank enjoyed you guys. this. Yeah, yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, if you want to join our discord, it is discord.gg slash LKTG. There's a link in the description. I appreciate everybody for listening. We kind of went longer than we like to, but we just had a lot of shit to get off of our chest after a long week in the stock market. So cool. I am glad you guys are enjoying this and, uh, let us know what you want to hear. Let us know what you don't like feedback. We'd love to hear it. And we'll, and we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Have a great week. Get cocked.